Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We got an amped up edition of Oilers Now this afternoon on 630 Chad. It's 1235 in Edmonton. Brendan Escott with you and some guests of the show get uh, gift card, gift certificates, excuse me, to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. 9990 Jasper Avenue. You can tell Brendan, Maggie, and Taylor that Oilers now sent you. Trying to negotiate contact here with uh, John Shannon. It seems like we're having troubles with some of the technical aspects of the show, but plenty of text to get to at 780-496-0063, and feel free to keep them coming. Uh, most of the textures siding with Zach Cassian in the situation. This one saying in particular... Um, it's funny that he targeted the tough guy. I think that Kaz, or that Kachuk rather knew at some point Big Cass would lose it and try and fight him. Unfortunately, he was right, and it'll cost Big Cass and the Oilers. Unfortunately, it's not his first time on the mat. Another texture says, uh, also thought Cassian should have kept his cool in that situation. Probably easier said than done when you've had the brakes beaten off you. Well, a couple of really, really hard hits. I don't know... And I'm going to preface this by saying this here. Dave, if you want to, while we negotiate contact with John, I know Chris has been trying to get on. Okay, we got John. Perfect. So we'll get to that in a second. But uh, where was I going with that train of thought? You know what? It doesn't matter. We'll come back to it. Instead, we'll go to our uh, NHL insider. That is John Shannon checking in. And John, uh, let's just start by getting your overall thoughts on what was really an excellent hockey game from wire to wire. Just had the headlines stolen a little bit by some extracurriculars. Well, isn't that what the Battle of Alberta is all about? Of course. The extracurriculars? I mean, isn't that what's supposed to happen? I mean, we, you know, we, we Brendan, we can't suck and blow. Uh, if we want, uh, if we want the Battle of Alberta to reemerge as what it was uh, when we were younger, uh, we need uh, some animosity. We need some some pushing, some shoving, some trash talking. Uh, and uh, we need two teams that are fighting for playoff spots. And you know what? We have all that, and that's why it made made it that much more fun on Saturday. And it is becoming personal, and you see Kachuk double down on his comments post, uh, post-practice post this morning, and then um, maybe we'll get to some of this audio later in the show, but Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid both asked, what's going to happen if you have to skate with 
Kachuk at the All-Star game. He says, well, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go sub myself off the ice. So this is becoming, over the last two years, because this wasn't the first uh, you know, rendition of this. It went back to November of last year, too. This is actually becoming legitimate as we move forward. And to me, it's not going anywhere anytime soon, assuming that Cassian resigns. Uh, no. Well, I mean, let's I tell you what. <laughs> uh, Zach's playing at Edmonton for the rest of the year. Let's just enjoy the year, okay? Sure. Let's not worry about the future. Let's just enjoy uh, the remaining games uh, that these two teams will play against each other. Uh, even before the end of the month, it'll be uh, it'll be that much more fun at, uh, at Rogers Place. So it's... You know what, when you can see it in social media, you can read it in the newspapers, you hear it on the radio, you can see it on television. These two teams don't like each other, it's personal, and that that's what makes it that much more fun to be part of the Battle of Alberta. So this one in particular, as we chat with our NHL insider, John Shannon, this one in particular kicked off because of a couple of big hits thrown by Matthew Kachuk. I didn't like how the first one looked at slow motion. I understand the referee doesn't necessarily have that vantage point. The second one to me was a lot cleaner, but this is Kachuk targeting a guy. And I'm wondering if you thought that either of those first two checks deserved a call initially that might've diffused this a little more. What about Zach's hit on uh, Kachuk uh, between that was sandwiched between? Because there was a, a Cassian hit on Kachuk in the, in there as well, right? Uh, just inside the, uh, uh, the left blue line at one point in one of the periods. So, uh, you know what, I, 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 uh, you're right about the referee not having an extra look at it. Um, I do trust the guys at player safety. I'm in the minority in this league. Uh, I believe that uh, what they're trying to do, and they have a consistency, and, and when they tell you that they felt that both, both checks, particularly the second one, uh, was, uh, was a, a legal full-body check, then I don't know what more you can do. Uh, and, and, and again, quite frankly, uh, I know that I know that Zach's uh, hearing is just starting, um, but I, I didn't have much trouble with what Zach did either. So from that perspective, if you're uh, if you're if you're doing this, if you're given the body checks and and you you create an emotional standard, uh, then Zach has the right to go back at it too. And what happened? And obviously, what happened? Player safety just thought. Uh, that Zach went a little too um, ferociously at uh, at Kachuk even after after Kachuk turtled. No, it's tough to speculate on this, but having a, a former enforcer in George Peros be sort of one of the primary decision makers on this situation, um, th- is that going to lend itself maybe more in favor to Cassian's reaction in the sense that he understands the frustration being there when a guy will not drop his gloves? Because as I sort of referenced in the past, this is how we end up with a Bertuzzi incident. This is how we ended up with a McSorley incident when a guy refused to answer the bell. So will there be a little bit more understanding? Well, Hold you on, you're not, com- you're, you're not comparing what Zach Cassian did to those two. Absolutely not. What I'm saying is with Kachuk turtling the way that he did, or and that's kind of a judgmental word, I don't really like that, but with Kachuk not wanting to fight and Cassian trying to enforce the code of hockey, that's what Brashear did before McSorley went after him, right? That's what Moore did before... But you, uh, hold on, I, I, hey, Brendan, you're, 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 listen... You're stepping into very hot water, man. Okay. I would not go there. You're going. You're adding two and two and getting five, man. <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> what 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 Donald Brashear was absolutely what did he did was absolutely wrong. What Todd Bertuzzi did was absolutely wrong. 
And Zach I'm not Cassian, disagreeing with I put you on a, I, I put I put Zach. No, but so the, the I I don't even I don't even think those comparisons are fair. Okay. I really don't. Um, you, you know, it's, so I, I just wouldn't do it. I, I wouldn't do it. I, 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 uh, to answer your original question, I don't think so because I think the game has changed. Uh, I think that and and George Peros is one of the game changers, and I think George Peros, who who played the game a certain way, does not enforce the game the same way he did when he played. Uh, and I think there's a philosophy that, that uh, and whether you want to talk about concussions, whether you want to talk about protecting players from each other, I think that there is a conscious effort uh, by the NHL, by player safety. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, to uh, to go and 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 treat players differently than say when George Peros played. So I, I do think that Cassian will get suspended. My my speculation, John, is probably three games, um, and I, I would like to know what your thoughts on that would be. Well, the only thing I can tell you is the research I've done over the weekend uh, in talking to people at the league uh, was that the the comparables uh, that they're using. Uh, for this event, uh, uh, one of them uh, is is the Darnell Nurse Roman Polak hit uh, or uh, incident. If you remember, uh, I think it, it memory serves me. I think it was back at Rexall, um, where Darnell took Polak uh, out, and uh, next thing, a Roman's bleeding, and 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 there was a there was a fight that Roman did not participate in, um, and and Darnell got two or three games for that. Uh, I my gut tells me that if if there is a suspension, um, that it would be two games. But uh, I would not think anything more than that. Okay, uh, we'll navigate through the rest of this hockey game because there was more storylines that came out of this. Another excellent Connor McDavid goal. I mean, his ability to separate and his inline speed is quite unlike anything I think the league has seen. And you're starting to see, John, more and more people come out and say, well, Bure, Bure was different kind of fast. Connor is really separating so- himself into a league of his own and kind of a one-man army when he wants to be out on the offensive front. Oh, I, listen, there, there's... You know, I, I've been lucky enough. I, you know, my first year in the league working for Hockey Night in Canada, Brendan. Uh, you know, the best player in the game was Guy Lafleur, uh, and uh, I think McDavid's faster than Lafleur. Uh, then we went to Wayne. Then we went to Mario. Uh, then we went to Sid. You know, and, and in many ways, uh, Connor is on a level, and he can only be described as the first Connor. He, he can't be described as another Sid or another Mario or another Wayne. He's the first Connor. Uh, and he, his instinct for the game is excellent. Uh, his ability, you're right, to, uh, uh, to, to use his speed. I, I also think that his body position, he doesn't get enough credit for how he positions his body between the puck and the defender. You know, and, and in talking to a few people in the last month or so about McDavid, they talk about, you know, sure he's, you know, he's wiry, but wiry strong. Uh, and he's difficult to knock off the puck. And just as importantly, he can knock people off the puck 
uh, even though he looks so skinny compared to the rest of us. And I guess that's compared to me more than anything. Um, but uh, but the, the magic that McDavid has is his balance and his strength on his skates, uh, in addition to an unbelievable reach. Uh, and really, the, the comparables are, are difficult to make, uh, but there really is only one Connor McDavid. Cam Talbot, his former teammate, John, was pretty darn good in that hockey game for the Flames, who ultimately, uh, and I'm sorry to Oilers fans, the Flames take the last laugh in this because they got the points, and the Oilers will tell you that as well. They also got the points in the first meeting of this, so I'm sure that Calgary is going to be content to let the sideshow play out however it does and to keep racking up points against a divisional opponent in a Pacific division, John, that's as logjammed as I've seen it in recent memory. Boy, getting tight, isn't it? You know, when you throw the Canucks in there, uh, and, and it's hard to imagine between the Pacific Division and what's happening in the Western Conference that the Winnipeg Jets are on the outside looking in. Uh, but, it, it, you know, with Arizona playing as well as they have of late, uh, it, it, it's truly amazing how, how tight things are, and you can't afford, you just can't afford to give up any points inside the division. That's why... I, I, that, that's another aspect of that game on Saturday that was so important. I, there was a few things I liked. I mean, I, I think you, you had to like uh, the recovery of the, of the Oilers, the resilience they had after uh, Lindholm scored that early goal. Um, and you're right, Cam Talbot was good. I thought Koskinen, for the most part, was good. I, 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 don't, I don't have any issue with, with, with the way he played. It'll be interesting to see what happens tomorrow night, whether it'll be Koskinen or Mike Smith. I haven't heard yet today. Uh, but for me, uh, I, I don't think he can go wrong. Give Mike Smith the, 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 uh, the game because he's been playing so well or maintain the momentum that uh, Tippett has created all season long with giving a guy at least two starts so that there's some consistency. 3-1-1 one, and one on the road trip for the Edmonton Oilers, and this was going to be an important one. But I want to go one last place with you, John, and that is to the firing of Ray Shiro in New Jersey, which the timing just seems curious to me. He was given the, or helped make the decision to let uh, John Hines go behind the bench just over a month ago, and now he himself is out of a job. What, uh, what, what do you make of that whole situation in New Jersey? Well, this wasn't knee-jerk. Um, this, uh, I, I was told last night that uh, the owner has been dissatisfied for uh, quite a while uh, with Ray. Um, and whether it was Ray was going to manage it his way no matter what and wasn't going to take any input, there, there appears to be some level of friction between Ray Shiro and, and ownership. Um, and in the end, owners own and managers manage, and owners can decide when managers manage. <laughs> uh, and that appears to me exactly what happened, is they finally they, they saw a need to, to make a change. I mean, in the end, when you think that, that the guy who's going to run the ship there, Tom Fitzgerald, uh, described Ray as his mentor three times in the press conference last night, you have to wonder uh, how much different they will be, although Tom did insist that things would be different. Uh, but this is a team that was supposed to be much better. You know, you know before the Taylor Hall trade and after the PK Subban acquisition, this team was supposed to was supposed to contend in that division. Uh, but when you don't get good goaltending, and and that and Oiler fans can identify with that. If you don't get good goaltending, and the and the Devils for the most part haven't had good goaltending for two years. Right. Uh, then you've always gonna, you're always going to have to have an issue. All right, John, we always appreciate the time. We'll check in Wednesday.
Okay, Brendan. Bye-bye. That is our NHL insider, John Shannon, 1249 uh, here in Edmonton. And boy, that got the text line going a little bit. Uh, Tim says, Brendan, John Shannon is correct. Your inexperience in matters of this nature is showing. Don't look like a fool. I don't look like a damn fool, Tim. Everybody else but you on the text line is saying that, well, actually, when things build up a little bit, like, for example, when you poke the bear repeatedly, 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 and then the bear bites you, is that the bear's fault? Well, I'm not suggesting that this gets blown over into a circumstance of a Bertuzzi-like nature. That was a criminal matter. I'm not suggesting that. What I'm suggesting is when you don't answer the bell and nobody else is is involved in this at this point. This is between Kachuk and Zach Cassian. There is nobody else who's going to step in and answer the bell. Things escalate. I'm talking about trying to let a little pressure off the valve by just having the fight take place. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply place so you're wrong tim i don't look like a fool we'll get to more of your texts when we come back on oilers now brendan escott with you today this is oilers now with bob Stoffer on oilers radio 6 30 chad i don't understand it and then for him to come out after and uh for him to come out after and say say he's in the if he doesn't want to get hit stay off the tracks but those those aren't the tracks. It's, he's he's picking a puck off off the wall on a on a rim, and he's engaged in a battle with another with a defenseman. And he's focused on taking the puck to the net, and he has a winger come ten feet out of position and, and try to take his head off. So I don't I don't understand what he's saying. Stay off the tracks. This is ridiculous. That's a veteran NHL player and James Neal speaking after Oilers skate this morning saying that, in fact, Zach Cassian was not in the tracks as Matthew Kachuk had spoken about post-game. I do want to get in, believe me, there's hundreds of text messages coming in. First of all, thank you to all those supporting me about uh, being called a fool. I do appreciate that greatly. It's just silly to me because, you know, history stands to repeat itself, and that's been two very, very highly publicized instances in the Bertuzzi incident. And again, I'm not trying to belabor the point. I'm not trying to suggest this is where we go next. I don't know where we go next, and I won't until I find out how much of a suspension Cassian gets. Because if it is five games, keep in mind that that's right through the home-and-home series at the end of this month. And then I expect a pretty minimal kind of boil over in those games. Other thing to keep in mind is that both Jujar Kara and Patrick Russell, who are essentially auxiliary tough guys to Zach Cassian being the focal point and the, and the physical leader of this team in many respects, they weren't dressed against Calgary. I was a bit disappointed in the lack of extra pushback from the Oilers after that instance. It didn't seem like the rest of the team was all that pissed off at the time, but also a very close hockey game. If it's 6-1, probably a very different story. We do need to get to NHL today here. That's brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing. Come out and support the quick card Edmonton Minor Hockey Week. Catch a game at arenas throughout Edmonton from January 10th through the 19th. So that's through the end of this week. And help cheer on our local hockey players. Proudly supported by Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialists. While those 
dirty, rotten flames. They're in Montreal tonight as part of five games across the NHL. Nice all-Canadian matchup there. Elsewhere, the Islanders face the Rangers at Madison Square Garden. Philadelphia hosts Boston. Carolina is in Washington, and St. Louis entertains Anaheim. Zach Cassian is in the middle of his hearing for roughing slash being the aggressor in the Kentucky incident on Saturday night. Should have a ruling there before show's end. The New Jersey Devils, you heard it, fired general manager Ray Shiro after a four-plus year reign at the helm, which only saw one playoff appearance. So assistant GM Tom Fitzgerald will assume the interim duties with the help of goaltending legend Marty Brodeur. It comes just after a month after Shiro fired John Hines as coach. Bakersfield Condors racked up two big wins, beating Ontario 5-3 on Friday night, Iowa 5-2 on Saturday. Evan Bouchard had a goal and three helpers over those two games and three home games are on tap this week with Iowa getting the second crack at the Condors tomorrow night. We'll have much more on that coming up with Jay Woodcroft, head coach of the team at 135. Uh, the Oil Kings took points in all three games on an Eastern road trip. They did fall 2-1 in a shootout on Friday in Saskatoon, but beat Prince Albert the next night 3-2 also in a shootout. They're now off until Friday when Prince Albert comes to Rogers Arena. Three Oil Kings by the way made the NHL Central Scouting midterm rankings. Jake Neighbors at number 30, Josh Williams at 149 and Carter Such at 194. They all made the North American side as did Sherwood Park Crusaders forwards. Carter Savoy number 52, Michael Benning number 60 and Ethan Edwards out of the Spruce Grove Saints program a wicked defenseman there he also made that list finally the U of A Golden Bears dominating the Mount Royal Cougars in a home and home series this weekend they won 8-2 eight different goal scorers on the road and then 7-3 at home the next night this weekend they're home to the Lethbridge Pronghorns a couple text messages here while we have time. Going to try and weave some of these into the rest of the show as well. Um, Dunner in North Van says, regardless of whose side you're on, I'm firmly behind Zach. You cannot ignore his aspect. The Oilers have historically been devoid of gamesmanship. And gamesmanship is really what I chalk this up to on the side of Matthew Kachuk. Of course he knows how infuriating it's going to be, not only for Cassian, but for the rest of the Oilers when he's not fighting it's also his right as a player not to. So very interested to see how this ruling comes down. I've got to go back up here. A bit of a different text system that we're functioning with on a daily basis. Um, any suspension is total BS. Uh, Five-game suspension would be a total travesty and probably cost the NHL at least one fan. I would stop watching hockey altogether. Anything over two games, in fact, is a joke, says this texter. Uh, harsh words there. I, I am expecting three. I'm expecting three. I would expect five if Kachuk was heard on the play. To me, thinking back historically to how things have worked, the optics of the league, which is always a factor, I'm thinking three. Cassian is still a fourth liner, so it just happens he plays on a first line with the best player in the world. I guess that's the argument Kachuk's making in his head as to why he doesn't have to drop the gloves. Very, very fun bottom line here. We'll take a time out here for another global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. We're back with somebody who you know is going to have a strong opinion one way or another. Al May coming up on the other side of that. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.